The 2023 NFL Draft has come to a close, so let's recap what happened to our Arizona State Sunnival products on this edition of the Locked on Sunnivals podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook and official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in wherever you're getting your podcast. Make sure that you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch by following me on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. This is our recap of the 2023 NFL Draft specific to Arizona State. How many players were drafted? Of the of the undrafted players, where did they end up? That's what we're going to we're going to recap for you on this episode. So we're going to start off with the unfortunate news that there was only a single Sun Devil to be drafted. I believe that there should have been two. There was only one, and that one player was the one that I think just about everyone felt the most confident was going to be selected, and that, of course, being Nesta Jade Silvera. Silvera was a starting defensive tackle for us last year. A very powerful dude, very stout, and has the ability to anchor he can move around the defensive line very well. He's a lot quicker than you would expect for someone at his size. He's got potential leadership skills. He's somebody who's not there to make friends. He's there to make enemies, and he's there to make football plays. Not a surprise that this was the only Sun Devil to be drafted. If there was only one player to be drafted, I feel like Silvera was definitely that guy, and that's what ended up being the case. He ended up going in the seventh round with the 230. First overall pick, I have 233rd for some reason in my notes, but 231st pick in the 2023 NFL draft by the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a really fun defensive line that they have that they've been adding quite a bit of ammo to. So they they spent three draft picks on the defensive line, including first round pick Tyree Wilson, sorry for hitting my mic, off the edge, and then Byron Young, the Alabama defensive tackle, not not Byron Young, the defensive end from Tennessee. They added him as well. And then Nesta Jade Silvera. So looking at this defensive line, there's been quite a bit of investments onto a group that already had some interesting competition with Max Crosby, who's a pro bowler, and Chandler Jones, who's a future Hall of Famer. There's a lot to like on this defensive line. Silvera feels like one of the investments here to continue making what could be a strong unit even stronger. And just really adding more investments to a position to solidify a strength. That feels like what Silvera was. And obviously he was a seventh round pick. So the expectations are going to be at the very minimum for the Raiders, for their fans and for his expectations at the next level. But I still stand by. I think that Silvera is a very talented football player and someone who could potentially outplay his draft position. I think that if he's willing to put in the work to be able to perfect his craft and overall become a better football player, 
I feel like he's got the talent to play in the NFL longer than the average is, I want to say like three years, basically out of his contract. I think that he could continue to play in the NFL. He'll be on a four-year deal, obviously as a signed draft pick from here. It's just going to be up to him. What he does with it. This is not going to be an easy competition by any means. There's, there's a lot of really talented guys in that defensive line for what it's worth. He will be, getting to play with another Arizona State Sun Devil in Darian Butler, who was undrafted last year in 2022 and is one of the original man crushes of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast for the OG listeners way back when. But they didn't get to play with each other, so it's not like Butler's going to be able to vouch for Silvera. Like they, Silvera was only a one-year player with Arizona State, and he came in the year after Butler left. So that's that that's a cool story that there's two sunnels on the defense but it's not exactly going to really really benefit uh silvera in any way shape or form you could also say the same thing about the fact that they do have um oh goodness antonio pierce on the on the coaching staff because he was one of the what do you call him he was a coordinator I don't know why I'm struggling so much. He was a defensive coordinator for the Sun Devils in 2021. But again, he didn't get to work with Silvera. So while there are some Sun Devil connections here on the Raiders, they're really not going to benefit him the way that they might benefit some of the other guys. So I wouldn't read too much into that. You definitely just kind of like the idea that they seem to like Sun Devils. But again, it's nothing worth reaching too far into but the bottom line there was one Sun Devil drafted for the team it was by the Raiders it's Nessa J. Silvera I really like his fit gotta talk to you guys about our friends over at FanDuel and it, it, it's time to make a fast break during the NBA playoffs right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars that's one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win and I love betting on FanDuel. There's great promotions every day. It's a safe and secure app, and you get paid instantly. Bottom line, there's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Make sure that you guys are tuning in to tomorrow's edition of the podcast as we take a look at the 2024 draft and discuss which Sun Devils could be making the leap there. That's for my everydayers. That's for anyone who's interested. Tune in to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. All right. There were a handful of undrafted players. And I want to make a specific notice of Xavier X Validay before we dive into the other guys, and then some dudes that I'm surprised haven't been picked up. So let's go ahead and hop in there with Validay. So the reason why I highlight Validay is the contract that he signed is almost equivalent to what's been compared as like a sixth round draft pick. Let me explain. Validay was a highly productive player at Arizona State, and one of the guys that I was stunned was not drafted not even so much because he was a Sun Devil, but because he was highly productive during his five years in college. There's a lot of really good, exciting upside to him. And it felt like for a position that's been devalued, he feels like the perfect late round guy 
that teams just eat up and they love to throw on the football field and get what they can out of him. Valaday felt like one of those kind of players, but the NFL disagreed in the sense of spending that draft pick on him. Where they did agree, or at least Valaday's agent was able to get them agree, was with this contract. And it's so interesting to me. I don't know who Valaday's agent is, but he was able to get Xavier quite the deal. So Valaday goes undrafted. He signs with the Houston Texans on a three-year contract, and he will, as a signing bonus, have guaranteed money up to $175,000. That is the similar amount. I'm reading this verbatim, by the way, from Sun Devil Source. This is all over the place. But that is a similar amount to a mid-sixth-round pick, according to Mike Garofalo of NFL Network. That is insane to go undrafted, but yet still get enough value from a team to get basically a sixth round contract. That's huge for him. And I truly don't know if I've ever seen anything like this. I mean, there's been very talented players to go undrafted before. Justin Ross last year for Clemson, went undrafted because of some medical issues. He was one of the top receivers when he was healthy and and whatnot, but things get in the way. He went to Kansas city. I don't know the details of his contract off the top of my head. That's probably the most high profile name I can remember going undrafted. Maybe you could go. Oh, not 20 over 10 years back to Vontez perfect. Another Arizona state player. Like there's been lots of high profile names that have gone undrafted before, but to get a six-round pick, or not a six-round pick, uh, like like a, well, yeah, sorry, I'm like stumbling on my words. Like a six-round pick's worthy contract is crazy to me. And if this is more common than I realize, then it's simply because I've never seen it happen to an Arizona State Sun Devil before. This is a really great job by Valaday's agent to be able to get him this kind of contract as an undrafted player. Not just that, but a running back. I mentioned this is a position that's generally devalued by, by professional football teams. They don't want to pay money at that position. And don't get me wrong. $175,000 is absolutely nothing to the bank account of these guys when it comes to paying running backs. But still this guy wasn't even drafted and they were able to get him that much as a signing bonus. That's awesome. He should be on a three-year deal. He he'll be in Houston and there's going to be a good opportunity there. Damian Pierce last year was an absolute stud at the running back spot. And when he was healthy, looked like he could have contended for offensive rookie of the year. They bring in Devin Singletary as well to be one of the depth pieces in that backfield. And then you can slot in Valaday, considering this contract, but considering the talent as well, probably as running back three right now. I don't see any outstanding reason why he shouldn't make the final roster for them. And it'll be really interesting to see what ends up coming out of such a such a nice contract for him. But I'm really excited for Valaday. I'm really excited for the opportunity he's been given, and I hope that he's able to make the most out of it because clearly his agent has done some outstanding maneuvering to be able to place him in this kind of a position. One more time, I want to make sure that all my listeners, including my everydayers, get that shout-out to know to tune in tomorrow as we take a look at some Sun Devils that I will be predicting will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. All right. As of right now, as of 10 o'clock Sunday night, April 30th, there have been three players 
from Arizona State's team last year to sign as undrafted players. I'm going to name them real quick, and I'm going to go over a handful of guys I'm surprised haven't signed yet. Let's start with the hometown kid, Kyle Sully, who ends up signing with the Arizona Cardinals. Love to see it. This is a this is a team that's going through major changes with a new identity at general manager with Monty Austinfort and a new head coach, Jonathan Gannon. They're going to be looking to figure out who's going to be their guys moving forward. There's next to no loyalty right now for anyone that's currently on the Cardinals as the only person that drafted them was the owner. Outside of that, the new GM, the new head coach, the new coaching staff is not going to going to look at just an example like Isaiah Simmons and say, well, we have to play him. He was a first round pick. No, if, if Kyle Soley is able to outperform any guys, he'll get that play time. They don't, they don't owe any of these other guys anything. So love to see that for Soley. I think he had a really good senior season. I think he's a lot more athletic than people think for somebody that's as big as he is. I think he's instinctive. He's smart. I look forward to the situation for him. I look forward to be able to watch him stay at home for training camp. To Marcus Davis, cornerback, signs with the Los Angeles Rams. They are another team that's going to go, oh my goodness, that's going through quite the rebuild. They won a Super Bowl two years ago, and now they are, they're in flux, I guess is the most polite way to say it. But looking in the secondary, they just moved on from Jalen Ramsey, who was playing at a Hall of Fame level, and they're going to be looking for any bodies possible to throw onto the back end and figure out what they got. So again, this is a good fit for Tamarcus Davis to be able to slot into this team, see if he can compete, see if he can potentially surprise some people and stick on with the Rams at the next level, maybe be a starter. Who knows? Like there's an opportunity, opportunity there for him. He's got the build. He's got the ball skills to play at the next level. I'm excited for this fit. I think of the, of the four players that went undrafted, I think I prefer to Marcus Davis's pick over the other four, including Valaday. I don't know. I there's something about Davis's fit with the Rams that I really like, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can get. Finally, the last player to sign as an undrafted free agent was Trevez Moore, the defensive end. He signs with the Carolina Panthers. They like those athletic kind of defensive ends, and Trevez Moore is definitely an athlete and a specimen who just has not been able to stay healthy. He was healthy for last season and still was only to get a half sack. So he just was never able to be hyper productive, but maybe that's a coaching thing, or maybe it's finally being healthy and being comfortable and trusting yourself. I don't know. There's a lot of little things that'll play into this here, but getting to the next level is already a huge success for Trevez. I never doubted the talent. I just wasn't sure if the NFL was going to look at him and want to give him an opportunity and it looks like they're going to. And I'm that's awesome. I really hope that Trevez can get the most out of this because I think that there's a lot of untapped potential here. Carolina, similar to the other teams we've mentioned, are guy or are a franchise that's looking for pieces to build around and figure out what their identity is going to be. They've got a new head coach with Frank Reich, and they're gonna be trying to get their guys in. There's talent here. It's not going to be a cakewalk for Trevez to make this roster, but if he's able to flash the brilliances that we've seen, he could be able to find a spot here. Those are the guys who have signed as undrafted free agents. Again, X Valade, Kyle Sully, Tamarcus Davis, Trevez Moore. 
of the guys who have not signed yet that are surprising to me, I'm going to echo for the hundredth time Corey Bethley. I feel like the versatility he brings in the secondary is so important as a nickel defender and as a safety, like there's ball skills, there's strong tackling ability. I'm not saying he's, you know, a Justin Simmons as a safety, but I still feel like he could be a valuable asset. I'm surprised he hasn't signed. Uh, Merlin Robertson, another guy that I feel like should be getting the tires kicked on him. Athletic, he's shown some good upside. Can he get with a team that can finally get the most out of him? I don't know. He was on my short list too. Brian Thompson, interesting. He didn't score a touchdown in two years with the Sun Levels, but he does have some interesting deep speed to his game and playmaking ability that he had at Utah and in this past season with Arizona State. Considering how much teams are looking for wide receiver help, I feel like I feel like uh, Thompson should be getting a phone call, but I don't know very much. Outside of that, I think that's just about everyone. Maybe some of the offensive linemen like Chris Mar- Martinez or Des Holmes should be getting a call. Otherwise, I think this about covers the players I anticipated would be getting calls. But what do you guys think? Did I miss anyone for undrafted free agents? Do you think that more than one player should have been drafted? Was Nesta Jade Silvera the 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 one player you did expect to be drafted? What are the situations like? What do you think of the situations for Silvera and Balladay and the other guys? Let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter. Hit me up at RishiBrad36, the podcast at LO underscore Sundables. But the bottom line, let me know what you guys think. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Wherever you're reading your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content and stay in touch with that content. By following me on Twitter, again, you can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sundables. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at future Sun Devil prospects for the 2024 NFL Draft. Until then, though, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devil.